Before tonight's episode, I want to let you know about our supporters feed, Get Sleepy Premium, the best way to experience the show and get a good night's sleep. With Get Sleepy Premium, everything is ad-free. You'll receive a bonus episode every week and have full access to our entire back catalogue. Your support really helps and means so much to us. Simply tap the link in the show notes to learn more. Now, a quick word from our sponsors who make it possible for us to bring you two free episodes each week. Welcome to Get Sleepy, where we listen, we relax, and we get sleepy. My name's Tom, and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining us. Tonight's story is a real treat, and it will be read by Simon. We'll take a sleepy adventure in the heart of Tanzania. It's a magical place for anyone who visits, but especially for you, because you'll be exploring the sites with your own local tour guide, a friendly elephant named Tembo. Let's take a moment to relax now. First, take a deep breath in, slowly and steadily. Then, release even slower. Breathe in. And release. Breathe in, release. As you release each breath, feel the tension of the day begin to fall away. Feel your back loosen and sink into the mattress, and your hips your knees, your ankles, right down to your toes. Find a comfortable position for your arms and nestle your head down into the pillow. This is your personal sanctuary of rest. So enjoy having the chance to relax as you listen along for as long or as short a time as you'd like. We begin our story on the most beautiful beach that you've ever seen. Imagine yourself sitting down on the soft white sand, looking out across a turquoise ocean. It's a glorious day, 
The sun is shining in the pale blue sky, warming your skin wherever it touches. There's a gorgeous breeze wafting towards you from the water. It cools the air to just the right temperature. The ocean makes such calming sounds as it laps against the white, sandy shore. You feel incredibly peaceful here, watching the waves as they rise and fall. You can even match your breath to their movements, breathing in as the waves rise and breathing out as they fall. Your own breath moves like the waves, swirling up and down in your chest and belly. For just a moment, you close your eyes, feeling the breeze as it floats across your face. The waves sound even better with your eyes closed. So clear and so calming. Each wave feels more relaxing than the one that came before it. And soon enough, you feel as peaceful as the ocean itself. When you open your eyes, you have the sense that something is different. You see the turquoise water ahead, with sunlight dancing across its surface, and there's the same white sand snuggling your feet. But when you turn your head to the side, you see something that you weren't expecting. A beautiful grey elephant is sitting beside you on the beach. He looks as if he's sunbathing, with his legs stretched out across the sand, his silver-grey skin glittering in the sunlight. You've seen elephants at the zoo before, but never as close up or as seemingly friendly as this. He must be quite a young elephant, because he's a few feet smaller than the others you've encountered. You can see his little tusks growing in beside his trunk, so you know he's not a baby either. At the top of his head, there's a sprinkling of bristly chestnut hair. It flutters in the breeze, like his massive ears only inches below. You're certain that he's an African elephant, because of his huge ears. The elephant looks at you with kindness in his eyes. Then he opens his mouth and begins to speak. He introduces himself as Tembo, your tour guide for the day. He's only ten years old, but he's lived his whole life in beautiful East Africa. He'd be honoured to take you around his beloved homeland 
the country of Tanzania, he says. There's so much to see, from the soaring peaks of Mount Kilimanjaro to the stunning wildlife of the national parks. And of course, there are the beaches too, like the one you're sitting on here. It's strange and magical to speak to this animal. His voice is soothing, like the sound of the ocean. You can tell from the way he speaks that the young elephant loves his homeland dearly. And you're certain that he'll make an excellent tour guide. So when he asks you if you'd like to ride on his back, you climb up without hesitation. And the two of you begin your great African adventure right here on the beach. The elephant's footsteps are slow and careful, and his back is surprisingly comfortable. He walks towards the ocean, preferring to pad softly through the water as he takes you along the coastline. It splashes against his legs, producing the loveliest of sounds. High up on his back, you're kept perfectly dry, as if the elephant were your raft, holding you safe above the water. Tembo explains that this is the Indian Ocean, and it's the third largest in the world. From up here on his back, you can see even more of its beauty. You notice how the colour changes across its surface as the water goes from shallow to deep. It starts out as a bright blue-green turquoise, later becoming a deeper shade of peacock blue. There are a few boats, too, far off in the distance. Their wooden frames bob just above the water, and their white triangular sails flap gently in the breeze. It must be very peaceful to sail across the ocean, surrounded by miles of sparkling blue water. Though it's also pretty wonderful here on the beach. The sand looks like powdered sugar, stretching out for miles ahead, and it's dotted with palm trees. Their trunks are slim and branchless, and at their top they wear a crown of green, fan-like leaves. They lean in different directions, swaying in the breeze, as if they themselves are relaxing in the sunshine. Between these trees and behind them, there are buildings of different types and sizes. There are gorgeous little lodges, perfect for holidaymakers wishing to stay on the beach. 
their smooth walls are a dazzling shade of white. And they have sunbeds at their front, on patios bathed in sunlight. There are wooden chalets, too, raised on stilts above the sand. Open for business, their bamboo shutters have been pulled up to reveal their interiors. You pass mini-markets and restaurants, surf shacks and snack bars. There are people here, too, going about their day. Some are working, serving customers in their shops and restaurants, whilst others are relaxing on their patio sunbeds. Whether hard at work or in the middle of a holiday, everyone moves at the same leisurely pace. They all wear the same easy smile. Clearly, Tembo isn't the only one who's fond of his African homeland. The salty ocean breeze wafts around you as you ride. And as you make your way along the shore, you notice other delicious scents. Tembo senses them too, lifting his trunk to sniff hungrily at the air. It's the local market, he explains, and the next stop on your tour. Then he changes direction, heading out of the water onto the dry sand. In the distance, you hear wonderful live music, the strumming of guitars and the soulful voices of men singing. The music has a slow, rhythmic beat, perfectly suited to its relaxed surroundings. It grows louder as you walk towards it, along with the hum of friendly conversation. Until, at last, the market comes into view. A line of stalls arranged beneath a long, canvas canopy. Like the people you passed earlier, everyone at the market looks relaxed and happy. There are workers at their stalls, laughing and joking as they attempt to sell their wares. And customers, too, wandering from stall to stall, their stride timed to the rhythm of the music. Some pause in various places, examining the goods on sale before negotiating a better price. Others seem content to simply meander, eating snacks or sipping on drinks as they walk. There are a handful of stalls selling food and drink, but Tembo has one in mind that he thinks you'll like. He begins walking down the center of the market, between two rows of tables facing each other. It's lucky that he's only a young elephant, you think. 
if he were fully grown, you might struggle to fit beneath the canvas roof. Even now, Tembo is far bigger than the people walking around you. It's miraculous that no one bumps into him and that he doesn't attract more attention. Aside from the occasional nod or wink, people naturally seem to give him space. It's as if there's an invisible bubble that floats around the two of you. Tembo comes to a stop before a table where a smiling woman stands behind a large, round pan. She's wearing a traditional dress in the most dazzling shades of yellow and blue. Animal silhouettes are printed on the fabric, with giraffes plodding happily across a landscape. Wooden bracelets click together on her arm as she stirs the contents of her pan. Looking inside, you see food frying in warm golden oil. It smells delicious. She beams at the sight of Tembo, greeting him warmly like an old friend. Then she pats his side as he tells her about your Tanzanian tour. The woman's name is precious, you learn, and the food that she's cooking is cassava. According to her, this is better than potato chips. The best snacks in town, in fact. Because you're a friend of Tembo, you can have yours free of charge. Precious spoons out some cassava chips into a paper cone and adds a swirl of your favorite sauce. You hold this cone below your nose, taking in the scents as the chips cool down. After your first bite, you know they are just as delicious as promised. They're similar to potato chips, but lighter and chewier. They taste like a vegetable, but they're sweet and dessert-like too. As you eat your chips, Tembo eats too, from a large bunch of bananas placed on the table. He picks them up one at a time, curling his trunk around them and placing them into his mouth. You suspect he enjoys these a great deal, judging by the yummy noises he makes. Very soon, the bananas are gone, along with the tasty cassava chips. You both thank Precious, who tells you to come back at any time. Then you continue on your way. The market around you is full of variety, with no two stalls selling exactly the same products. There's everything here, from food and furniture to hats and jewellery. You can buy huge round cushions, 
in every shade and pattern, or a massive wooden zebra, carved and painted to look like the real thing. You can scoop up your own beans from huge canvas bags, or take home an oil painting in the brightest colors. One particular stall has fabrics piled high for customers to buy and make into clothing. You see every color of the rainbow, including the yellow and blue animal print of the dress worn by Precious. She might well have bought the fabric here before sewing it expertly into her own floor-length dress. Tembo stops again at a drink stall, beside a chalkboard advertising freshly squeezed sugarcane juice. Like Precious, the man who works here is delighted to see Tembo. He ruffles his hair gently before turning to you and offering you a very warm welcome. His name is Benjamin. Hearing that you're a guest in his country and a friend of Tembo, he insists that you take a free drink. He picks up a tube of raw golden sugarcane, a little like bamboo in appearance, but larger and thicker. He places it in between two metal rollers and turns a wheel with his other hand. The sugar cane disappears between the rollers, coming out flat at the other end. All the while, the sugary syrup from inside drips down, pouring out along a metal slide. Next, it's filtered through a sieve and added to a mix of fresh ginger and lime juice. Benjamin grins as he stirs in crushed ice, telling you with certainty that it's the best drink around. He fastens the lid, inserts a straw, and hands it to you. The cup is cool to the touch, while the liquid inside is a golden lime green. And the drink itself is beautifully refreshing. It's fresh and tangy and wonderfully sweet, coming straight from the center of the raw sugar cane. Tembo, it appears, is also a fan, though he prefers the woody cane itself. Benjamin passes him a basket of pressed golden cane, throwing in a handful of stalks that haven't been crushed yet. And one by one, Tembo curls his trunk around them, bringing them to his mouth and chewing happily. The juice stall is positioned beside the place where the music you heard earlier is coming from. There's a local band playing now, so you can sip your drink and enjoy the music. There's one man on guitar, positioned between two others, his fingers 
strumming the strings gently. He sings as he plays beautiful, soulful melodies that make you smile. He's joined by his two bandmates, who are also singing. Positioned in a gap between two stalls, the musicians stand in the sand and look out at the ocean. It's as if they're singing to the waves themselves. Tembo says the song is about the importance of taking things slowly. He tells you there's a saying here that a hasty person misses the sweetest things. Then he leisurely returns to his basket of sugarcane, and you continue sipping your sweet, delicious juice. Neither of you is in a hurry to be anywhere but here, enjoying this wonderful moment. When the basket is empty, and the drink cup is too, you give many thanks to Benjamin and wish him farewell. It's time to say goodbye to the market as well, says Tembo. Now that you've both enjoyed some lovely food and drink, he can show you more of his incredible country. Together, you leave the market. Tembo carrying you along at a nice, easy pace. You can sit comfortably and take in your changing surroundings. Beneath the elephant's feet, you see sand become pavement. And there are roads, too, with cars, buses and bikes moving along them. You see all kinds of buildings here from old stone schools and long rows of shops to massive silver skyscrapers that reach towards the sky. Tembo informs you that you're passing through Dar es Salaam. It used to be a fishing village, but it's grown into a thriving and exciting metropolis. It's now the largest city in Tanzania with over six million people living here. But it doesn't feel like that to you. It's as if you and Tembo are the only ones here. The elephant walks at a leisurely pace, but quickly covers large distances, thanks to his massive stride. Before long, you're leaving Dar es Salaam behind and wandering through the grasslands further north. There's every shade of green out here, painted across the grassy hills and plains, and on the trees, plants and bushes scattered all around. Tembo walks a well-trodden path that appears as an orangey-brown stripe between the green where many animal feet and hooves have passed before. It's quieter here than it was in the city, though there's the constant hum of birds chirping. Some are songbirds with a beautiful tune to share. Their voices remind you of the market band 
and its lovely, soulful singers. Tembo is walking through a golden field when you first catch sight of a soaring mountain ahead. You know what it is before you're told. It's Mount Kilimanjaro, the tallest mountain in Africa. You can see it clearly on this sunny, cloudless day, watching over the landscape. The top of it looks flat from here and is dusted with white snow. Tembo calls it the Roof of Africa. It's 19,000 feet tall, and not just a mountain, but actually a sleeping volcano. People flock here from around the globe to climb it, and they're not alone in seeking what the mountain has to offer. According to Tembo, the Chaga people make their homes on the slopes of the mountain. They practice agriculture and tend the most beautiful crops and gardens. Thanks to the streams flowing down from the mountaintop, they can grow everything from bananas to coffee beans. And whatever they don't eat, they can sell for profit. The great mountain is home to wildlife too, like monkeys, ravens, and two-horned chameleons. These are just a few of the species which thrive within the miles of misty rainforest on the slopes. Most animals live further down, around the broad base of the mountain, like Tembo's own family. They're very happy here, he says, and count all kinds of wonderful creatures as their neighbors. You don't have to take his word for it, though, because the closer you ride towards the sprawling, snow-capped mountain, the more you can see of the diverse wildlife. You see two rhinos, an adult and a baby, The youngster is playing in a patch of mud. It rolls happily on its back, kicking its legs in the air. Whilst a few feet away, its parent dines on a large fruit bush. There's a group of zebras, too, munching on the grass. One of them is relaxing in the sunshine. His black and white stripes are even more striking in the glow of the sunlight. To your joy, there's a trio of giraffes, too. Plodding across the grassy plains, they remind you of the pattern on Precious's homemade dress. Only now, the giraffes aren't black silhouettes, but a stunning mix of yellow and brown splotches. You watch them walk to a massive emerald-colored tree. They stretch out their long, elegant necks and begin chewing on leaves from the treetop. 
Tembo knows these giraffes, and he calls to them now as you pass them in the field. They pause eating to return the greeting, welcoming you to their beautiful homeland. The giraffes, it seems, are as friendly as the people. No wonder Tembo loves this place. One of them tells Tembo that they've seen his herd on its way to the local watering hole. He thanks them kindly, then raises his trunk. He makes a wonderful trumpeting sound, telling his herd that he's on his way to join them. They respond seconds later with similar sounds that rumble across the land. Tembo is already walking in the direction of the sound, excited for you to meet his family. Very soon, you catch sight of the herd, a blur of silvery grey moving slowly across the land. You count ten elephants in total, walking in single file. As you suspected, the adults are enormous. The one at the front must be ten feet tall, but the one at the back isn't much taller than Tembo. This elephant, it turns out, is Tembo's mother. She turns around as you reach the herd and rubs her trunk fondly across his head. She's very pleased to see him, and to meet you too. She waits for Tembo to get in line, and then takes her place at the back of the herd. Together, you ride on. It isn't far to the watering hole, but you must admit that you're feeling a little tired. Your body begins to relax on Tembo's comfy back, and you find yourself leaning like a palm tree on the beach. Tembo's mother must have noticed this, because you feel her trunk resting gently against your back, propping you up to keep you from falling. She does this all the way to the watering hole, before helping you down from her son's back. You thank her for her help as she steps away to drink some water. Then you speak to Tembo, telling him what a wonderful day you've had in Tanzania. He's been an excellent tour guide and the friendliest elephant you've ever met. He rubs his trunk affectionately across your hair and tells you to come back any time you wish. You're part of the herd now, a member of the family. Then he guides you to a wild fig tree where you rest in the shade, leaning against the tree trunk. You watch the elephants gather round the massive puddle. Some drink the water 
while others wash or play. One seems content to paddle through it, sending waves rippling across the surface of the pool. You close your eyes, breathing in the fresh air. You can smell the scent of grass, earth, and mud, all of which are comforting to you. You listen to the sounds of the watering hole and smile to yourself, thinking of all your new friends. Before you know it, you're falling asleep. Your day is ending just as it began, with the calming sound of lapping water in beautiful Tanzania. <laughs>